There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. Uh, before I introduce my lovely uh, co-host, Rob, um, just a heads up, uh, we will not have much uh, turnaround time on this show uh, since we're recording on the Wednesday, but definitely wanted to get something out to you. Uh, but if we goof up or get stuff wrong, it's just staying in the show. So buckle up. This is about as close to a live podcast as you're going to get, unless at some point we do a live podcast. So with that out of the way, Rob, pleased to have you as always. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah, usually we talk about life, yeah. uh, short timetable. So we're just going to dive right into we're the busy. fantasy stuff. We're busy. We are, although congratulations we're, to your Yankees. Uh, yes. Depending they're, on what you're listening to back. this, that series yeah. may be decided, but it's level. And uh, now we'll now we'll see That's what happens. That's all that matters. <laughs> Indeed. Back on level, level footing is all that matters, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, Feet on Solid Ground. I think it was a Motown song. Sure. Uh, till I reach higher ground, maybe the title. Anyway, um, like <laughs> I like that I said we didn't have time for nonsense and immediately devolved into nonsense. But um, first few things: Lukaku and Harry Kane both blanket the weekend. Two of the most heavily owned players in every format. Uh, we'll talk about whether or not people should move on or not yet. Lukaku. Um, I mean the. I'm I'm not a fan of what he, I've seen from him. This is what Lukaku typically does. You know, it's not it's no different that he's wearing a blue jersey or a red jersey this year. You know, he's still owning fifty seven point nine percent of leagues. So basically, two thirds out of everybody in the, that's playing this game is owning Lukaku. Um, but he does these things. He goes through little little doldrums of uselessness, and unfortunately, United is on one right now. From fantasy wise, they're not obviously. You know, on completely one from a you know an actual real life perspective, mm. but you know when with returns of seven, six, and two in his last three games, and two of those goals actually had two of those games had actual goals. You know, I mean, you you almost kind of have to twist here, but you know you kind of have to go with a you're almost going to employ yourself to have a hot hand at, from a striker perspective. You know, basically every week line yourself with line yourself up with who you think is going to score. And not only score, but score multiples. Mm. So you know, if you save your, if you use your transfer every week, and you bring in the hot hand or the you know the, the hired gun as a forward, you know, uh, Lukaku is for me is sitting firmly on the chopping block. You know, based on his price, you know, eleven point eight. Um, you know, the the striker rankings are so similar between what Harry Kane can't do at home. Um, what Lukaku has been struggling with, um, the return of Aguero is imminent. What we just what we just saw from Jesus, uh, Murata is now probably in contention to be playing again. Uh, Lacazette is still lying in the weeds. Um, you know the forward ranks are basically, you know, like a, I'm going to shoot, but I don't know where I'm going to shoot to, and hope that I you know hit the bullseye eventually. 
Um, so that's that's my take on Lukaku. But for Kane, um, you know, given his price, twelve point eight, he's the most expensive player in the game. So basically, you basically have to you basically rationalize your whole roster based on owning Harry Kane. Um, basically, I don't think you can own a, a third striker and have a useful team of pieces behind him. You know, having the you know the big trio up top. Um, yeah, I'm worried about Kane at home. I know I, I mentioned this to you off the air. Um, it, it, I think he may be jinxed at home, and then you brought up that he scored against better teams. You know, in you know ulterior tor- tournaments. But you know, like I said, this is a this is a, a a lawn dart throw here, and you're hoping that you catch you know you land in the hula hoop with Lukaku and Kane. I mean, uh, you know, they both have decent enough fixtures coming up. Lukaku has Huddersfield, Spurs, Chelsea. Not too fantastic. And then Kane, who, you know, hasn't has, didn't score last week, but he scored coming off of two consecutive braces, you know. So you got to look at that. But he's got a you know e- e- uh, equally hard schedule. He's got Liverpool, who not really hard, but you know it's always it's always a, a contention when they play top teams. Then he's faced by the the United, the best team in defensively in the league. Then Crystal Palace, which has been showing out over over the last few weeks and building you know gaining momentum. And then they have Arsenal after that. So I mean. You know, the two between the two of them, I, I'm probably I don't own either of them right now because um, I I actually transferred bowl, I transferred Lukaku out this week, um, but you know I, it's more like a hired hand go with your gut kind of feeling. If you, if you feel like Lukaku is going to score, fine. But I think that you're basically coming to the point where you basically have to full, be fully invested. And I know their prices are going to dictate where you land, but you you kind of have to be invested more in city players than any other forward players. Mm. And that doesn't just involve forwards, but all over the board. Because in order to get your you know your three involvement from Man City, you basically have to, you know, downplay a forward to get two midfield assets and possibly Jesus and possibly Aguero. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting dilemma, especially between the uh, Kane and Lukaku thing, and then we'll get to the rest of the the big guys here in a second. Um <clears throat> the interesting thing I think is game formats. Yeah. Because you know, Lukaku only has two blanks this season. Kane has far more, but Kane has scored far more multiples. So the question is, in a non-weekly format, which is what official FPL is, unless you're in a mini-league that does uh, week-to-week head-to-head matchups, um, I think Lukaku is probably the better play head-to-head because he's going to contribute almost every week. But for a season long, Kane is probably going to score more multiples I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one. I, I, while I admit um, that Kane's Kane will be playing a lot of big teams, Liverpool mm-hmm. not in the top ten of defense, Arsenal not in the top ten of defense, <clears throat> West Brom and United the only two that they're going to play that are. <laughs> but as I said to you off air, with just like with the Wembley curse in like the the full football podcast I do, not just the fantasy ones. Unfortunately. Yeah. This is a narrative that will not go away because they aren't making it go away. It is frustrating that it's harder to trust Eric Kane going into those home matches. Um, obviously, Liverpool being the key point, I personally am sticking with both Kane and Lukaku this week because I want to wait and see on the fitness mm-hmm. and usage of Sergio Aguero and Marata. Are you buying in on either of them yet? Is that where you move to from Lukaku? Or are you wanting to wait and see what they can do before bringing them back in? Well, what... Like like you said, Lukaku and Kane are basically you know set it and forget it guys. Basically at the end of the day, they're basically going to be in the top five in scoring. So you have to take the ebbs and flows of the forward and the returns that they give you, or 
like I said, you can just basically play the hot hand and use your transfer every week and bring in someone someone hot. Um, the thing with Aguero and the thing with Morata is I think Morata is gonna is gonna play this weekend. I think that he you know he didn't get used today in the Champions League, correct? So I mean, I mean he's got to he's he's got to be building momentum to to mm-hmm. be back. And you know, given what Chelsea can do when he's on, what we've seen that he can do, he's got to be in contention on a lot of teams, and a lot of people are buying into it. I mean, given given his returns. He's basically sc- he scored more points than Harry Kane this year, forty nine to forty seven in less minutes than Harry Kane. Yeah. So you have you have to you have to speculate that well, Murata's return is probably better than Kane, and you get to save two point six million dollars on your from your salary. So I mean, I can understand the rationale in in sticking with Kane or twisting from Kane and going to someone else. You know, like I said, it's all a matter of feeling. If you have a feeling in this, then then you do it. And. Speaking of feelings, because I, I, this is a good pivot here. I know mm. I was we're rushing around today, and I, I tried to formulate some questions for Kevin, but I, wa- I wanted to bring it up to him because this is a Spurs-related thing. Um, it, it, it involves one of the more owned defenders in the premier, you know, in the official game at 24%. Kev, are you nervous about Ben Davis and his involvement moving forward in the Spurs you know, FPL game? Not overall because he's a, he's a phenomenal player. I think that he contributes to them in, in all tournaments here. But with the with the news that Danny Rose is getting closer, with the with the appearance of Kieran Trippier and what he's giving you as a return defensively, are are you pivoting from Ben Davis from a fantasy perspective here? Want to hear something really shocking? I never owned Ben Davis. I I never was convinced that he was that he really had this job. Now he obviously put in some huge performances that hurt me um, at the start yeah. of the season. But what, what has he missed? Two of the last three now. Uh, one uh, through illness, yeah. one through rotation. Miss, miss, miss Swansea and Miss Bournemouth, week right. five and week eight. Yeah. Okay, all right, so it was two and four. Um, <laughs> then he missed the Champions League match. In his stead, mm-hmm. Jan Vertonghen has been playing as a left wing back and playing some of the best games I've ever seen from him in a Tottenham shirt. Yep. As you say, Danny Rose, Danny Rose healing, played the last 20 minutes um, of the Real Madrid match in admittedly a weird defensive roaming role. He was never actually playing as the wing back because he didn't move Vertonghen off that. He was just kind of like floating around behind the midfield and in front of the back line, but not really as the defensive midfield. It was very strange. <laughs> but the answer to your question is, uh, I'm not now concerned. I was always concerned <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. about his long-term spot in the side. <laughs> the benefit for Kieran Trippier is that we seemingly are relying on Serge Aurier in the Champions League, which because of his physical attributes is wise. Right, he basically shut down Ronaldo for the 20 minutes he actually played on the left before Ronaldo started roaming around to get away from him, much like um, mm-hmm. shut down corners in the NFL. After a few yep. drives, if your star guy isn't getting off on him, then you're going to move stuff around. You're going to move your good receiver to the slot to at least get him some space. Um, but Sergio Aurier keeps making mistakes, and he's now done it in the Premier League and in the Champions League. So that's that's up in the air. But I do think. Of all these players that we're talking about, Kieran Trippier is most likely to get Premier League minutes. I mean, Vertonghen is, obviously, but I think he's going to shift back to center back somewhat soon. But not to take anything away from him, has done very well as a left wing back. But yeah, no, I'm not trusting Ben Davis, and I never really started trusting him this season. And (laughs) you shouldn't feel bad about dropping him. Because, like I said, I never had him. So I missed out on a lot of points to get to where we are now of him not being around. Don't mm-hmm. don't feel overly obligated to stay loyal to him. Like if if you got all these points, take your points and go. You know it was nice while we had it, but you know it's not me, it's you. 
and uh, everybody can move yeah. on with their lives. But, you know, j- just because he's been great in the past doesn't mean he'll keep being great. And just because he may not get the starts anymore doesn't mean he won't be relevant again later this season. But for now, I would Very not true. be interested in owning Ben Davis. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. You know, Ben Davis, given his ownership, you know, like I said, he's owned in 24 uh, percent. He's had net transfers down the last two weeks. So um, people are maybe punting off the bandwagon. But interesting enough, Kieran Trippier's ownership is only six is only six percent. So, wow. you know. At a cheaper option at five point five compared to five nine, uh, he's only scoring less than he only scored seven points less this year than Davis. Um, you know, I think that it's a direct pivot that makes basically everybody happy here because you save money, and I think you have the directly involved player moving forward. Because I, you, you're in agreement here that I think you think Trippier is probably a better FPL option moving forward. Yeah, he's definitely starting this weekend, and that's about as good yeah, as it gets yeah. under Pochettino. Yeah, so I mean, you can't don't ever trust the guy who, from Chips. You know, don't trust the guy from the chips. Um, Cool. Kind of sticking with the forward theme. um, For you, um, not sticking with, we just went to defenders. Going back to the forward theme, um, you and I kept talking about that mid-range forward area between Vardy and Firmino, and they have Mm -hmm. both decided to stop doing anything at all. Do you prefer one to the other, or would you rather move up and down? And if you'd rather move up and down, which direction would you want to move? I think this is the perfect time if you own Firmino or you own Jamie Vardy to move down. Uh, I think that you can pair up your third striker, whether it be um, – I was going to try to figure this, figure out how to get this song in, and I'm going to do it now. So everybody <laughs> home, brace yourself because it's Tammy Abraham. Had four goals in the last six. <laughs> Tammy Abraham. Abraham. And he didn't dance. All he did was score goals and all he did was go like this Tammy Abraham but um but uh given Abraham's performance four goals in his last six 5.7 price tag um he's netting you good returns but I think I even have a better option there because I think this this week you know with Abraham's you know returns lately and his ownership his ownership is is spiking it's almost 10 percent now and he's being transferred in a ton this week because of what he just did I think the good pivot here is I think you go to a different team, and this is based on my own, you know, guesswork here. But I'm punting completely way down to a guy who's owned in 1.4 percent of leagues and is cheaper than Tammy Abraham, and is basically scoring the same amount of points in the last uh, four weeks that Tammy Abraham has, and that's Mame Biramdouf. Uh, I love this guy. I love OOP guys, especially in in you know in this official game. Because they allow the player to basically wander all over. And sometimes it hurts you because, yes, he's playing more of a midfield role and he's classified as a forward. So you miss out on those all those clean sheets that Stoke gets. Yeah, they've only had one. So it doesn't really make a difference. But at 5.4 and basically you punt down from a Vardy or you punt down from a Firmino. Yes, I know Firmino shined out pretty well against in, in, in Champions League play. But relax. It was Maribor. Relax. Let's relax here a little bit. They should have won that game 12, thing, not just 7. Um, but yeah, this is, this is where you get, this is where you're, you know, you're accumulating your funds and, and basically bolstering up your midfield. You know, I've seen a lot of people with, you know, who post their, their teams all over line and they basically have three usable parts in midfield and then two punts. Now is the time to go to four usable parts in midfield and figure out what you want to do in defense, whatever you want to do. It's your own, it's your own team. You can do what you want. And then going with a, a two-striker, or if based on matchup, you use like a, a Doof or you use a, a Tammy Abraham. Um, 
<clears throat> basically the best involvement in the game right now is in the midfield. Basically, if you look at the scoring for the midfielders, it is so top heavy and all the guys are based like basically in the same price range. Here's the top eight right now. It's Erickson, Silva, Sterling, Sané, Salah, De Bruyne, Mkhitaryan. And then basically right after that is when you get into the cheap guys is, is Richarlson, Gross, and Decore. Yeah. So basically the one thing that they all have in common, everybody I just listed in the top eight that's above Richarlson, they are all above 8.1 in price. Yeah. So basically, for you to be involved in, you know, to be involved in the city attack, you're gonna have to involve, you're gonna have to invest anywhere between, you know, you know, sixteen to twenty million dollars if you want to own De Bruyne, um, or if you want to own Liverpool guys, or when Mane comes back, you can do that too, pivot there. But we're talking about here and now. The top eight scoring midfielders right now are all above eight dot So basically, you're gonna have to invest to play, and that money's only gonna come to from play. the forward spot. Yeah, basically, that money is only going to come from the forward spot because that's where all most of your big investment is. Right. You know, if you look at if you look at the forward ranks, we'll go to the forward ranks here. You know, here's here's the scoring, and it's the same same way with the forwards. Aguero, Lukaku, Murata, Jesus, Kane is the top five in scoring. What's what's the the common factor there? All ten they're plus. All the, yeah, they're all ten plus. Yeah. So I mean, you basically have to pay to play. But this is where the differentials in this league are made up is when you can hit on a guy who's less owned than everybody else before everybody else starts owning him. Yes, Tammy Abraham just scored, you know, and, and everybody's on his bandwagon now because of his price and they're pivoting down to him and, and investing their money. For it. But guess what? It already just happened. You can't go back and get those two goals back. So look ahead to mix to fixtures and, you know, monopolize on that. So basically, if you're owning Vardy or Firmino, I'm completely telling you to punt down. I'm waiting one more week. Currently, I own Vardy. I think I'm going to wait one more week um, and then figure out what's what. Yeah. Um, worth noting on DF, uh, we mentioned this off air, um, that a lot of people are gun shy on Mama Biram Diof because he was supposed to be good two years ago, then randomly got pushed back into midfield and last season even played as a wing back at times. Worth noting, mm-hmm. though, that this season, in 58% of matches, he's played as a forward. Um, so that return to playing up front, as you were saying, obviously more likely to score <laughs> goals. Uh, one of them was an own goal off Kyle Walker last week. Um, but uh, a very interesting shout from you. And as we've said before, it's really easy to chase the guy that just had the points. It's much harder, yeah. but also more fruitful to find the next guy that will. Um, yeah. in that In that regard... Always worth noting. Sometimes it's better to listen to what we say than what we do because, uh, Rob, I'm sure you remember the last two shows we did last week, the fan tracks and the VIP. I started switching from Silva to Sterling. I was just like, yep. that's, that's the direction everything's going. Didn't do it myself. Yep. Sterling has a huge match. Silva gets just one yep. goal. Sterling, what was it, two and one or one and two? Regardless. Two, it, one and two. One yeah, and two. Took, took part in three goals. Um, so yeah. just like me, I assume that you that's listening to this probably have a good feeling like that. Somebody's calling mm-hmm. out to you. Um, and sometimes it's better to just do it. I, I tend to always be a week late because yeah. um, I always want more information. But that doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> if, if there's a guy mm-hmm. you like, if it's for a minus four, go for it. I, I don't mess yeah. with minus eights. But anyway um quickly well, wait, well here's yeah. a, here, here's another thing kev i just want to throw this out there you know ever you know like i just said basically pivoting and saving money investing in midfield mm-hmm. but how about investing how about investing in a goalie here how about, how about jumping up and getting a david de Gea at his current price yeah i mean all the mid-tier guys have really been struggling forrester and fabianski I mean, and butland yeah. and elliott 
like I'm, I'm starting to get on the bandwagon that, that there's not that much ownership from United that you can invest in through the midfield. I think McTarrion, the bandwagon is off of him. Yeah. Um, you know, basically you can own defenders, you know, Jones, Valencia. Jones um, was rested today, De Gea, by the way, for those playing at home. Mm-hmm, that's, per- that's perfect. Uh, but look at what De Gea is doing. He's got 51 points currently as the top scoring def- uh, goalie. You know where he'd rank uh, compared to other positions based on his price? He'd be the third forward. Yeah, he'd be the third highest scoring forward, the second highest scoring defender, and the second highest midfielder. Yeah. Wow. And basically based on his points per points per million on return, he's the highest points per points return per million based on price in the official game right now. Wow. I got to assume Richarlison is like second or third. Yeah, I I don't have those numbers. I just know he yeah, I, I know he's the first, but yeah. like he's he's almost returning 9 points per million That's of what crazy. he's what he is. Yeah, I I, I think it, I mean I think it's listen, a really good Listen, point. if you if you're yeah, if you're sitting here with you know mediocre goalies, you know Fabianski, Elliott, and you're saving saving a couple dollars, or you have a you know a million and a half sitting in the bank, um, like you know like some people do, they like to you know give themselves a cushion. Like, go invest in David De Gea. If you don't have three United players, go go do yourself a favor and get the best goalie. They've let up two goals this entire year, and they were both to the same guy. You know, they were up both both to Chupa Moting. <laughs> How about that for for weirdness? That the only two goals that United have let up are to Eric Wait. Maxim Chupa Moting. Yeah, here they were. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, worth noting, though, United do have Spurs and Chelsea uh, coming up. But I, I yeah. agree with you yeah. in principle that you know that this for years we've been able to get away with four point five and five goalkeepers, and it's just has, it's been such a crapshoot this season. Um, especially with you, you know you've had some players with good matchups not picking up their points, then in bad matchups they're on your bench, and then they pick up points. It's been a, a really tough year for those that, that try to do pairings and matchups like that. And it's not like he's, like, bizarrely over, like, it's not like he's $12 million. He's 5.6. You know, that's, that's basically your second second defender. Yeah, it's or your basically fourth what he is. or fifth midfielder, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly, your fourth or fifth midfielder. All right, uh, quick game of uh, either or. You already said... Uh, DF over Abraham, you save point three there. Uh, what about two interesting guys just below the Vardy Firmino line? Chicharito versus Rashford. Oof, I'd I'd stick with Rashford. What I've seen from Chicharito is not encouraging. I think he'll he'll get a goal and he'll probably end up with a dozen for the year. But he's probably going to get you one, miss four weeks. You know, don't not score for four weeks, then get you another, then maybe get another right away, and then go go blank for five weeks. Uh, Chicharito is like um, <clears throat> he's a good streaming option based on matchup, but I wouldn't own him all year. Whereas Rashford is, you know, the way that United does score and the way that he does involve himself in it, he could luck into more goals than Chicharito will actually score goals. Mm. Yeah, Chicharito just not getting the service he needs. Um, and then I, I have a twofer. Would you rather have twofer. Gabriel Jesus and Christian Eriksen or Sterling mm. and Kane? Oof. I just probably take uh, Sterling and Kane. Um, I don't. I don't know what you know. Pep's going to do when Aguero was fit again. Yes, they did play. They've played over. I think it's two hundred and two hundred seventy minutes. Two hundred seventy plus minutes together on the pitch at the same time this year. Uh, Jesus and Aguero. It's it's a low number. It's a lower number than you think because either one's been out and the other one's been hurt. 
Um, but it's it's always troublesome and it's always scary. Yes, you want you want one of them, but you can't roster both. So that's why I'm I'm gonna completely you know flip flip the script and go to Kane and Sterling. I think Sterling is is basically knocked on. Everybody's always thinks that oh Raheem never plays. Go look at his minutes played. He hasn't missed a game in like was it six weeks now, five yeah. weeks. And they also took and, him off seventieth minute yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's going to play again this weekend. So I mean, if you need a midfielder who's going to probably score, you know, he, they're playing Burnley. Raheem yep. Sterling is probably the guy. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it for either ors. Do you have any uh, quick price changes for us before we get into our sets? Uh, yeah, price ups. Uh, it's kind of slow because it's a Champions League week, but uh, there's a been a few ups. Uh, Phil Jones has gone up, which is good. Uh, we mentioned that he did sit today, so he's probably pretty much back in, in you know, health and going to be playing this weekend. Uh, Bakayoko scored a goal last week for Chelsea, has gone up. Uh, I believe I called that pretty well. Uh, sure four, then four City players, Sterling, Silva, Jesus has gone up. And bizarrely enough, uh, I think people because he did score a goal and people are just desperate to get into that, you know, that City involvement, Fernandinho has gone up. Uh, and then the last one is that has gone up. Tammy Abraham four goals in his last six games. Um, he's basically the new you know five dot whatever darling striker that people are you know shifting money from. Uh, on the downs, I'll just highlight the big names. Leighton Baines has gone down. Um, Trent Alexander Arnold has gone down. Danilo, what's yeah. going on, man? You can't even get you get beat by Fabian Delph. And <laughs> I know, I, but I lost fine. that bet to you. That's fine really because annoying. because I'm going to be thirsty by the time the bet comes through. <laughs> Uh, Daily also Blind worth has noting, a, uh, one of the reasons Trent Alexander-Arnold is going down is it seems Joe Gomez has won that Premier League spot. Yeah, he's 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 the guy in, in the FPL. Uh, Brother tournaments, they probably, you know, Alexander-Arnold did play yesterday for Liverpool. Yeah, so, and scored. But it, yeah, yeah, so um, everybody scored for Liverpool. So. <laughs> uh, Daily Blind has gone down. He hasn't played in four games, uh, whether it be injury or attrition. Uh, Mares scored a goal and goes down. Uh, Mane has gone down to 9.3. That's good for everybody. Let it keep going down. Uh, Mkhitaryan, one goal in his last four, ma- six matches, and that's it. No assists, no other yeah, stuff, the, no other point returns. The creativity uh, stats Mor- are way down right now for him. Yeah. Uh, Alvaro Morata has gone down. That's good for everybody as well. Uh, he just came back. I did misspeak before. He did play in today's uh, Champions League game. I didn't look at the roster before I came onto this podcast. We're recording basically right as the game is on. Yeah. So uh, he did. He is. He is on. He is in squad. Uh, Gabagoo scores two goals and goes oh. down. You know, it's like a. It's like a bad trait here. We go. Uh, you score a goal and you go down in price, but that's <laughs> the way it is. And then basically everybody's pivoting off the the cheap third striker, uh, Josh King and Sam Vokes. Uh, was nice knowing you. Sam Vokes doesn't even play anymore. Chris Wood scored last week and is the the guy looking like to carry the the front in for Burnley. Uh, but that's the the price ups and price downs, Kev. Cool. All right, we'll take a quick break and then come back and do start sits. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. All right, and we are back um, talking a little bit of start sits. Uh, for me, up front, the guy I'm starting despite all the hate, is Romelu Lukaku. Only two blanks this season. I think people need to calm down a lot. Um, people should yeah, be fine with just rolling out Lukaku every week. As you said, he and Kane are both going to end up in the top five. He's cheaper than Kane um, right now. I trust this uh, United attack, although McTarian is struggling. Um, Mata can carry that creative burden. Um, and Martial, you know, got a shot last week. Uh, so they may be just fine there, but I'm, I'm not ready to turn off Lukaku just yet. Uh, in midfield, you mentioned him as one of the midfielders with the most points. That's a cheapo guy. Uh, Pascal Gross, who I was on early in the season, then was off pretty quickly. Um, and, and honestly thought was going to disappear from relevance as soon as Hamed was gone because I didn't know who was going to score the goals. Uh, it turns out it kind of doesn't matter. He's top five in chances created, accurate crosses and assists. Um, thus far this season, which is nuts. He's going to face three bottom 10 defenses in the next five matches. So Pascal Gross, uh, you know, we said don't chase past results. If they're also looking like future results, you know, feel free. Great cheap option. I personally am likely going to swap from Brady to Gross this week. Um, in defense, makes the odd mistake still ever since his Tottenham days. But I want to talk to you a little bit about Kyle Walker. Three assists and four clean sheets in his last five. The next two are against bottom 10 attacks. We, we talked about all these issues with Tottenham. There are injuries at Manchester City um, with Mendy being out, which requires anybody that would compete for Walker's job to play on the other side. Is Walker one of the best defenders that you could own right now? I mean, he's in, definitely in the discussion. Uh, you know, now that, you know, Ben Davis is, is kind of wonky, um, you know, he's basically in the in the category with a, a United defender, Phil Jones, Valencia, Um you know, even, I'd put him in. I'd put you know where I put him. I'd put him in the same kind of category based, but he's probably going to give you better assist returns. How about he's probably comparable to Stephen Ward, basically in that kind of grouping. But there, you can't compare price, up. right? But I'm just saying, <laughs> based on based on you know FPL returns, he's probably on Stephen Stephen Ward. You know that kind of category. And it's mm. funny they do play they play each other this week, so it's not going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I, I'm very high on Kyle Walker right now. Rob, who you got? Uh, it's basically nothing new. I'll start in the back. Uh, you need a United defender this week. Uh, go get one. Phil Jones, Antonio Valencia. They're owned in 7.3 and 6.7% of leagues. Wait, that's it? It feels like yeah, everybody owns Phil Jones. That's nuts. Seven, 7.3 for Phil Jones, 6.7 for Antonio Valencia. It's crazy. Um, that's nuts. Oh, no. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, five, it's actually 5.7 for, for Antonio Valencia. It's even worse than 6.7. And 6.7 is his price. Uh, in midfield, uh, what we saw last week from the Crystal Palace returnee, I think it's for real. Uh, I think that Wilfred Zaha is 
what we thought he was going to be. He's so good, and he's playing as their striker till Benteke oh, gets back. I love it. I love it. I love OOP guys, and I actually have his name with just a heart next to it in my notes. That's all I have, and I'm just basically going to ramble on for another 24 seconds about Wilfred Zaha and how usable and effective he is. Like <laughs> he did it against one of the, the league's better defenses last week, and they're yep. better. You know, Aspuluqueta is a great, great man marking defender. You know, and he shifted sides, and he was picking on Cahill. Uh, it, it's debatable that uh, Aspilicueta is. <laughs> oh, 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 you said Aspilicueta. I thought you said Alonso. Yeah, no, Aspilicueta, no, incredible no, on ball. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But Zaha is for real. His six dot six dot eight price tag, six dot seven, right where you need to be in the midfield. You know, he he slots in right next to David Silver, Raheem Sterling, and Erickson in the midfield. And there's your starting four for next week. You're welcome. See, this is the kind of fantasy <laughs> knowledge that we drop on you. In uh, the forwards, I've talked about him already. Uh, why everybody's going Abraham? You go Duf. Simple. If you wanted a striker that, that's going to do something this week that's not going to be owned anywhere, Doof is going to score probably again, maybe. Maybe even get an assist. I know Stoke doesn't do many, but legitimately, how many does Swansea score that Abraham hasn't scored? Yeah, Swans, Swansea, lowest chances created in the Premier League this season. Yeah, I mean, I know Stoke is probably you know only two steps ahead of them, but I think Stoke could, are, are, are more of a scoring team than what's, what we've seen from Swansea. Because basically, if Abraham doesn't score for Swansea, who, who else scores? Nobody. Stoke Nobody. have literally more than double the chances created than Swansea. 68 to 32. See? It's like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, on to my sits. Uh, he scored last week for Burnley. He's going to ride the pine this week. Creekwood, uh, I know he had a little bit of a bring-in last week. Uh, after after and before the goal, people were kind of riding high at him. They figured he was going to score. Going up against Man City, who still is a top three defense, correct? Yes, they still are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Chris Wood's a, a dump. He's not going to be sitting anywhere near the goal or scoring a goal. He's probably going to be playing defense. If, if Burnley had their druthers, he'd be playing defense. Uh, in midfield, I'm actually going to go the opposite way because we basically do this at a one-week thing. I think Pascal Gross is, is not ownable this week against West really? Ham. I think West Ham. I think West Ham at home are better defensively than people Man, give them you are just buying for. into this West Ham defense, and I am just not. They are literally the third worst defense in the league. Uh, I know, I know, but I'm just saying that Brighton is not the is, and Brighton is what the, th- the and Brighton is the third worst offensive team. There you go. So they 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 cancel each other out. So then it goes to how many TL days and Schwaz they have in their starting lineup and uh, West Ham wins. Brighton are 14th in attack, not 17th. Uh, oh, but out of 14th out of what? 20. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't I don't like it. After this week, sure. He does play three of the bottom, what, eight, ten goal defenses, you said? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's not a complete dump. You're not going to dump him because, you know, give him his price and his return at 5.7. He's not going to – you're not going to throw him to, by the wayside because he's giving you decent enough returns. And if you, you're lucky enough to have him as your fifth or fourth midfielder, that's perfectly fine by me. Uh, on defense, uh, we talked about him before, but I'm completely punting uh, Ben Davis this week. I know Spurs has a matchup against Liverpool. Liverpool's probably going to score. I'm going to say that they're going to score. They may not score many, but all they need is one to ruin your, you know, ruin your Sunday. That's it. That's uh, it for me. Fair enough. Uh, that awkward pause brought to you by me not editing this show. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, for my sits uh, up front is going to be Jamie Vardy. Two consecutive blanks, no shots on target in either match, which is horrible. Um, it's just not happening right now. And, and Vardy's stats are always a little wonky because Leicester don't do sustained attacks. 
Um, they tend to just counter at pace and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. The managerial change, another just factor thrown up in the air. I uh, just think it's very hard to trust Vardy this week. Uh, you can sell him if you want. I think he's technically going to be on my team one more week, um, but I, I'm not excited about him anymore. Uh, did do uh, Robbie Brady out for Pascal Gross. Brady, four blanks in the last five. He's averaging just one chance created per game over that stretch. Uh, so no longer the, the dominant force he was um, at the start of the season. Not really sure what happened. I mean, Burnley were always a more defensive team, but it seemed like Brady was going to be the creative outlet, much like uh, Gross has been at Brighton. Um, but it just has not sustained, and I, I'm not really sure why, but it's time to hop off that. Uh, defenses I don't like. Uh, Arsenal, they uh, had, what, four consecutive clean sheets before the last match, but are still a bottom mm-hmm. 10 defense. Um, uh, Dini's comments uh, in real life, threw me off them from a fantasy sense uh saying that he likes to muscle up against defenders to see who's like really up for it and none of the arsenal defenders he said were uh Kulisinac, the only one i think is even mildly ownable uh and mm-hmm. also uh previous fantasy darling uh zonka aka matthias jorgensen um just not really doing the business for you of late uh just one clean sheet in the last five matches and that was against a burnley team that didn't even bother to attack in that match uh, yeah. You look forward. They have Manchester United, Liverpool, and Manchester City in their next five. Uh, not exactly what you want to see after that. Actually, listen to this. So this is through about Christmas, right? United, Liverpool, West Brom, Bournemouth, City, Arsenal, Everton, Brighton, Chelsea. That's not that's not like, a fun time. It's like three out of ten matches. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So uh, feel free to ditch him. Much like Davis, he got your points early. Be happy with them. Move on. Um, so that's, that's, uh, my sits. Uh, as for my moves, I've already, uh, mentioned both of them. Brought in Sterling for McTarian and Gross for Robbie Brady. You make any moves yet? Uh, I haven't. I speculated, like I spoke before, I'm, I'm probably going to change around some things. Uh, I, I have McTarian in my team. I'll probably go to either Sterling or, um, I may speculatively add a Liverpool midfielder. I don't know why, only because I'm just thinking after this, these next, you know, the last two games were their toughest fixtures. You know, after this, they have Spurt, they have Huddersfield, and of course, it's not loading. They have Huddersfield, West Ham, Southampton. The next three after Spurs, um, yeah, and then they have then they have Chelsea, and then a bunch of nothing after yep. that. So, if you're looking to get involved in a Liverpool attack, you know, the attack, um, you know, two out of their next eight are bad, and the and Liverpool's basically can score against anybody, and they can get scored on by anybody. So, um, except for Maribor. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I may look at like a Coutinho or, you know, a Salah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do uh, up front. You know, I have, I have Vardy, Jesus and Lukaku still, um, I was hoping to maybe see if Murata did anything good today, but it looks like he's going to play full mills. Chelsea, Chelsea's getting put to the limits by Roma today. Um, so I'll probably wait another week on bringing Murata in and then wait one more week on Vardy and punt down and then re-energize my team with some money. Yeah. Um, for captains this week, I'm sticking with Lukaku and putting my money where my face is, uh, playing Thanks. him against Huddersfield, who I told people to take out. Um, was considering Kane against Liverpool. I, I just, I forgot to look this up, but it just seems like he has a good record against him. Would have loved to trust Vardy against Swansea, but Swansea, uh, have been all right defensively. Um, so, uh, just, it's just hard to trust him. Not enough to put the captain's band on him. That's for dang sure. So yeah, rolling with yeah. Lukaku this week. Yeah, if I do keep Lukaku, Lukaku is good. Uh, if you own a, a a Man City player, 
by all means, do it. Uh, Silva's a good call if you want to go differential because I think Jesus or Aguero are going to be captain of the ton if if they get positive news on Aguero being fit. Um, but basically, any any guy with a blue jersey on, not Newcastle because they have the same jerseys, but um, anybody from Man City that's putting on their jersey this week is somebody you could probably tout. Um, yeah, so go that direction. Go do that. Do that. <laughs> Yeah, City's city second kit. Pretty similar to Manchester City's primary. Uh, all right, we said it would be a little bit shorter, and look, it is. Uh, Rob, tell the folks so they can get at you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, FPL underscore NOP, or you can find my musings and stylings on rasball.com. Yeah, and I'm your other host, Kevin. Mine. I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries, at Kevroff on Twitter. You can find my writings over at goal.com under the gaming tab. Uh, we also do shows for VIPbet.com and Fantrack, so be sure to check both of them out. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the uh, shortness of this episode. We'll make it up to you sometime, probably. Uh, best of luck to your teams, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.